Hello, and welcome to a special episode of House of Blurts. We're your hosts. I'm Armani. Hey, I'm Nicole. And today we're going to be bringing you a special feature called There Will Be Spoilers. Yes, this is our first official episode of House of Blurts presents There Will Be Spoilers. We did a little mini one with... Orange is New Black. Yeah. And we've been trying to figure out how to kind of fit that in the regular podcast. We to, we've been trying to keep that under an hour, and it never is under an hour. It's never under an hour. So with as much stuff as we watched, we figured that the best bet would be just to do its own There Will Be Spoilers episodes. So that's what we're going to do. And what are we going to be talking about, Armani? Today we're going to be covering the Mayans on FX, um, the Sons of Anarchy spinoff, American Horror Story, Apocalypse, and Napoli of Raptor. Yes. Um, the new Netflix movie that uh, aired this week. Um, so yeah, let's just, where are we starting at? Um, we're going to start with the Mayans. Hey. Okay, so if you've not watched Sons of Anarchy, highly recommend that you do. Um, it's amazing. There's seven episodes, seven seasons, not episodes, that are out there. I think it's like seven. There's what, seven? Yeah, seven. Hands down, in my personal opinion, the at this moment it is my number two favorite show of all time, behind the wire. But it might be being pushed back to number three behind Game of Thrones. Like Game of Thrones and Sons for me are like duking it out for that number two spot. Based on this final episode of this final season of Thrones, will decide. Where, which one? Yeah, like which one's gonna win this this race? But as of right now, it is Sons. Uh, so yes, highly recommend you watch Sons of Anarchy. You don't need to necessarily have watched Sons of Anarchy to watch Mayans. Thus far, I mean, we are three episodes into the show, uh, so you don't have to necessarily have like so far what they've shown. It's not too much connected. Yeah, there's there's like little connections and things like that to enough. But I think Kurt Sutter purposely wanted to make it so that if you didn't watch Sons, you could still watch The Mines and enjoy it, which is which is so far what I've got. So, yeah, uh, I am enjoying it. Yeah, so we're going to be covering all three episodes. We're going to just go through it. Yes, so <laughs> the first episode, it introduces us to... Easy. Easy. Uh, well, wait, pause. Because by first episode, we didn't know what the fuck his name was. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's the thing about this show. You don't know anybody's name unless you're going to IMDb it. Yeah. Like, not until, what, the second episode or the very end of the first episode did they finally say anybody's names. Like, I didn't know who the fuck it oh, I mean, I knew because I IMDb it. IMDb'd it previously before watching the show to, like, get an idea of who the cast was and as they announced the cast and things like that and been keeping up with, you know, the announcements on Twitter, but comma. I'm you don't just, know anybody's yeah, you don't know anybody's name when you first watched that first episode. Now, I'm going to assume that was intentional. It seemed deliberate on the part of the writers and producers. So I'm going to assume that was deliberately done that way for artistic purposes. Artistic reasoning. Yes, yes. <laughs> and <laughs> Kurt Sutter can do whatever the hell he wants to first off. He's amazing. So I'm going to take it around. I'm going to buy it. I'm okay with it. Yes, I'm doing it. But don't. Because by the end of this show, I believe by the end of that first episode, you knew their names. Yeah. So, it follows Easy as he gets out of prison. Oh. 
before you go any further, this is called There Will Be Spoilers because there will be fucking spoilers. Yeah, we're not leaving anything out. Yeah, no. We're going to talk about everything. Again, there's th- we're three episodes into the show, so if you haven't watched at least one by now, like, and we're spoiling episode one for you, yeah, this is just a recap then for you. So you should, you know, we're going to give enough time between the time we record these and the time the show airs. So, so you guys can actually watch it. Yeah, but there's going to be spoilers. So uh, we meet Easy, Ezekiel Reyes, uh, and his brother, Angel. Angel. Oh, I got it. I'm crushing on Angel already. I'm not even going to lie. That dude is tall. He's like so like nicely built. And this is a Mexican biker gang. This dude, he's just so damn cute. Um, Angel is my favorite person at the moment. <laughs> I have a feeling something's going to happen to him. It's so poor. I'm going to be very sad, but what if? So. I got to say my favorite has to be Coco. Coco? Yeah. I like Coco. The little, little scrawny one. Coco is giving me that he's going to have that emotional storyline we're going to make references to Sons of Anarchy, so if you haven't watched it, then you probably won't know what the fuck I'm talking about, so you should just go ahead and watch it. But he gives me those juice vibes. I just hope he doesn't go full juice. I don't... No one needs to go full juice. Don't go <laughs> full go juice. full juice. <laughs> no. uh, I do like Coco, but I definitely... There's there's things that are developing with him that... Are, he's the, he's going to be that emotional crazy one he's an emotional killer yeah um the emotional men of mayhem in the series and yeah i'd say it's reminiscent of tig from sons of anarchy that's kind of eh, he reminds you like a cross between tig and happy happy didn't have any i mean just how crazy happy was yeah i'm just trying to think like happy's like backstory though Tig, maybe, but I mean, obviously he had a very emotional thing happen to him on Sons. Mm-hmm. We're not going to spoil that, though, in case you haven't watched it. But anyway, back to the minds. So, uh, episode one, we meet Ezekiel, gets out of prison. They do this cool little, like, eight years, eight years like, glimpsing back to when he first got locked up. So there are these flashbacks, yeah. moments that are, you know, very well done. I like them. They're not arrow-annoying flashbacks yeah like they're you know it makes it very clear it's flashback tells you gives you distinct time period so yeah it puts it on like different parts of the screen like it's say eight years it doesn't just have the font down in the corner it's eight years prior type thing it puts them like a marquee or like little, little yeah you know cute little places on the screen i'll call it cute whatever uh, <laughs> but so it tells you and then the also when they do those flashbacks the color. It's slightly drained from the screen. Yeah, as well. So that changes. So obviously, it's very clear. It's a freaking flashback. They do these flashbacks to when he was in prison, or before he went to jail, of him and his girlfriend, and that's also when we meet Emily. Emily. Yeah, yeah I didn't know her name. So, <clears throat> again, this takes place in Southern California, on the California-Mexico border. And his girlfriend had to be the whitest white person they could find. Dog. <laughs> I loved her in the Tudors and she was on Once Upon a Time I don't know what her name is off the top of my dome and I did not write her name down on my notes that I took I took notes but I didn't write her name, her real name down but she is legitimately like the palest white girl that they could find to play this part, and you're just like, first of how is she not tan and she lives in San Diego? Yeah, like, we're talking pale, like, pale, blonde hair, blue-eyed, 
I think she's Irish in real life. Oh, yeah, see, there we go. I was going <laughs> to so, say German. Like, <laughs> no, I think she's legitimately Irish. I think, I know she's has, she's from that side of the pond, but she is light. So, uh, they had a thing going on before he got locked up, then he went to prison, and she shows up because he wasn't talking to her, and then... Yeah, because he tried to cut her off without her basically knowing, try to, like, just ghost her through prison. Yeah. Um, Ghosting. And then she reveals that she's pregnant. Yeah, we're dropping ultrasound on the table. Yeah. Not, and honestly, I feel like that was really dramatic of her. Because it's one thing, the dude didn't know you were pregnant beforehand. So it's like, of course he'd be like, okay, if I leave her, it's not that big of a deal. So for her to drop the ultrasound and be like, so you made that choice. So I'm going to make the choice for us, i.e. She gets, the, she gets an abortion. Which they don't show, but she ain't got no eight-year-old kid running around. So it's pretty clear that that's what she did. Yeah, like I feel, I don't feel like that was fair. That was that wasn't really a fair choice for her to make. Or did she? Or did she get this baby up for adoption? <laughs> we haven't gotten that far to speculate that we've only seen one baby. We've yeah. only seen one baby so far. Yeah, I mean, it's like literally that just popped into my head. Like, what if she did have that baby and she like gave it up? I feel like no. Nah, I feel like they would have known because her, her. Oh cause, my gosh! You want to know why? I not think that might be a thing. Why? Okay, wait. Pause. Oh, I'm not going to skip that far ahead. I'm going to tell you why when we get to, you know, shit that's going on, why things things been. But anyway, so (laughs) we'll get back to that. We got Angel. We got Emily. We got Easy. uh, We got Edward James Almost plays their dad. You cannot make a legitimate Mexican movie without having Edward James Almost in it. It just will not work. And he is in it. He plays their dad. The OG. Uh, The antagonists in the show, essentially. Yes. The Galindo Cartel. Yes. Um, they're leaded by... Did you get his name down? Miguel. Miguel, Miguel Galindo. Miguel Galindo. Is played by... That's what I was talking about. His actual name. Yeah. Uh, Danny... Uh, what the heck? He was on Loner SVU. So, if you watch SVU, if you are a legit SVU watcher, when you see his face, he's going to be like, he looks really familiar. And then, like, you're going to realize he has a beard now. But that was old boy from SVU. And I'm like, yo, the things a beard does to a man is magic. Because that's a whole new man. And he ain't even got that much of a beard. But it's definitely made a difference. So, uh, the Galindo cartel was mentioned in Sons of Anarchy. They were brought on or brought into the fold by Alvarez, who was the head of the Mayans, Northern California, Club Charter, Charter, who was like in heavy with the Suns, the Redwood originals, so like in the Northern Cali gangs or MCs, and Alvarez is in this show because he essentially is like the overseer of everything with the Mayans in the cartel. Yeah, so now. From every movie I've watched, <laughs> anytime there's a cartel involved, bad things happen. Like, they're just not very nice to people. So, that off the bat lets you know, like, once you see how, like, intertwined the the Galindo cartel is with the MC, you're like, bad shit is going to happen fast. Yeah, another thing. This show doesn't pull any punches when it comes to the cartel. Like, this is legit cartel cartel. Like, Based on what we've seen. Yeah, based on what we've seen. <laughs> on movies. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I'm not gonna ever, ever like, <laughs> we live a little too close to the border. Oh yeah, to be saying to be, the wrong thing. <laughs> name dropping the cartel. You yeah. know, from what we've seen from movies, the cartel are nice people. If if they are, you know. Um. Yeah. This, what we what they portray in movies and TV shows can be a completely false narrative. Yeah, That's we haven't met you. We won't that. pass judgment. We don't have any judgment on you guys. No, um, yeah, no, none at all. So, um, off the gate, episode one, they're taking a trip to Vegas to move some heroin. Because that's the thing. Like, this this charter is literally moving heroin for the cartel. They have a tunnel underground that takes them to Mexico that they frequent. Oh, there's a spider on me. Um, that they frequent. Um... Yeah, that totally just threw me off. There was a spider on my arm. I almost died. <laughs> Things I do for this podcast. Um, anyway, so that shit goes hella wrong really fast. Uh, some dudes show up and jack the stash. Actually, we want a little more. So in Sun, they had multiple businesses that they were using as fronts for stuff. They had. They had the porn business. They had the porn business. They had the bike. This the bike shop. The bike shop. They yeah. had a garage. Basically a garage. Um, that did repairs and stuff like that. These guys essentially have a quinceanera shop. <laughs> that they, Where they make the dresses. Yeah. That's, these people are making the dresses for quinceaneras. And that's what they're smuggling heroin in. This show's so Mexican. <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> it's just so authentic. Yeah, I would say they had to make it as authentic as possible. <sighs> yes. They did it. They, they, they really did a good job on that. I I mean, obviously, I'm not Mexican, but I appreciate the details and the representation, yeah. and I think it's dope. But, so, yeah, they're smuggling these drugs in these dresses, trying to get them to Vegas. Shit goes bad. Evidently, word got out somehow that this was going down, and the drugs got jacked. Mm-hmm. Get ran off the road, held at gunpoint, take the drugs. Shit blows up. Episode one, we got the truck blowing up. Can't get more sons, Kurt Sutter than that. Like, shit's blowing up. It's not a Kurt one. Sutter show. Somebody's not getting ran off the road. Mm-hmm. And shit is blowing up. Um, if you did not watch The Bastard Executioner, I also recommend that. That was a good one as well. I think it just came too close on this on the heels of Sons. That or people just really, off. yeah, because people really just wanted sons. Like, they wanted more sons of anarchy. And then the bastard executioner was so far from sons. Of, even though he told us that, he's like, this is not something, like, you're not going to get Jack Teller in medieval times. It's not happening. Yeah. This is something different. And I don't think people really grasped it, grasped it as much as I would have liked, because I like the bastard executioner. I enjoyed that show. But another one, a really good one you could check out. So. Alright, what else happened? They episode? they steal the drugs and then they have to go back to cartel, report back to them that they get um that they got jacked. And then we get a peek at Ezekiel Ezekiel has like what? This like memory? I'd say he has a really good memory right now. He pretty much has a photographic memory. Like when shit happens, it's like he remembers details mm-hmm. because they were trying to figure out who jacked them. He remembered old old he, boy's tattoo. Yeah, he remembered seeing wrist. a tattoo on his wrist. The dude had on gloves and a long sleeve shirt. So the fact that he got a tattoo off the dude's wrist, interesting. But yeah, then we that's when we we learned that Ezekiel has easy has that photographic memory. Come yeah, on. and then this revealed that the Samoans 
that are uh, that sold their drugs. Basically. Yeah. And then after that, that's when they send the cartel sends the Mayans to go basically meet up with the Samoans. They tell them they're like, we need to have a Samoan. They're like, we need a Samoan in our pew before the end of the day, or we're gonna have a Mayan in our pew. Flash to the Mayans meeting up in Little Samoa. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was interesting because these dudes, like their their headquarters type area, is in a cemetery. Like that's where the Samoans do their business, basically to keep out of sight. Which I mean, probably not a bad idea. Yeah, not too many people lurking around cemeteries for no reason. Not at all. I mean, you could easily see people coming and going. So cops can't really hide in there or come in and go out without you knowing. Mm-hmm. So it was a good idea. But, comma, didn't work out well for them that day. So here's my thing about this scene, though. Because when the mines show up and they're like, hey, look, we don't want any beef with y'all. We just want to know who told y'all about the, about the tra- you know, what, what was going down. Yeah, basically. And give us back our drugs. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I gotta do. And ain't no more bodies gotta fall in this and that. They went in there on some peaceful type shit. And then some moments was just not having it. They was like, nope, nope, get the fuck up out of here. And they started opening fire and it went buck wild. It was like, that was an unnecessary escalation. Yeah. They went in there calmly and called in reinforcements for no reason. <laughs> we They could have just had a conversation. Yeah. <clears throat> So, after a little gunfight between the Simones and the Mayans... Hey, hey, hey. They get uh, backed up by... Sons of Anarchy. Hey, we get our first Sons cuts in this show. So, that was pretty dope. Another little nod. You get the uh, SoCal... The San Bernardino... Uh, San Bernardino. Charter. Charter. Sons of Anarchy. Oh, Sons of Anarchy. Um, we get to see them show up and back them up a little bit with this. So, this oh. a nice little... Bikes and shootout scene, mm-hmm. which Sons was known for. So we're getting some more of that. Um, yeah. But after, so after that goes down, they get you know the ma- main guy and their grip, and they take him back to Miguel. Mm-hmm. This is where the plot starts to fucking thicken. Because was it at that point? When. Oh, actually, so a couple things that we've learned at this point in episode one, because obviously your starter episodes are chocked full of a lot of information. Emily, fast forward eight years later, is now Miguel Galindo's wife and they got a baby. Yes. So how does pale ass girl go from dating this random little Mexican to the head, head drug cartel. Yeah, like, talk she about got her, her, come up. Her, she got her hefe. Mm, for real. <laughs> but, yo, yeah, she's the ultimate come up. Galindo's wife now. So, you, it's like, as soon as they showed that, I was like, all right, well, that right there is going to be drama at some point. Like, mm-hmm. because some shit's going to go down, and that connection and feeling's going to be there, and now you fucking with the... The cartel and the... His wife at that, so that's just not gonna go well. Like that's just gonna be a hot flaming fucking mess um, when it comes out. So we're gonna skip through over some 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 beef details because I don't you know don't want to drag this out too too long. We don't need to go too too more in depth. Yeah. So basically, cartel kidnapped the main Samoan Alpha, cut his arms off, kill him. <laughs> um, still ain't got the drugs back. Still ain't got the drugs. <laughs> But, Fast forward a little bit. Yeah, at this point, then we learn 
this is when the Venn diagram starts to come together. Because we start seeing what the fuck is really going on in this back of this show. Uh, into episode two, we're starting to see the we the, the webs that are tangled. So, Easy's dad, or Easy, cut a deal with the CIA. Or it was DEA. It was DEA. Yeah. Uh, that he would bring them information about the cartel. To help bring them down. To help bring them down. So basically very juice-ish. Very juice-ish, yes. Um, <laughs> once again. So, but like his dad is involved. Like, of course, they probably went to his dad and was like, if you don't help us, we're going to shut your dad's business down. Your family's going to go da 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 whatever. But anyway, so his dad's involved in this as well as far as this. And so his dad knows what's going on because he's meeting. He like, he's, he's facilitating the meetings yeah, between the Yeah, he's the, the in between Easy and the DA. But then we also learned that there is this who took the drugs actually is a rebel force out of Mexico. Mm-hmm. And all these people that are part of the rebel force are all people that have been affected by the cartel's violence. Yeah. Um, so they're not just out here for no reason. Essentially orphans or people who were made orphans by the cartel. Which to me I think adds a very a very nice layer to this show mm-hmm. because like on one hand they're very easy to relate to like you could definitely just empathize with them because most of their family is dead and it's because of these evil drug dealers what do you think? So it's like you want to root for them like you want them to obviously win and they are actually being helped by Angel so you got one Reyes brother working with the DEA you got the other Helping the rebels. Helping the rebels. And mind you, the rebel leader is Angel's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. So we learned that as well. That they got some history going on there. It's it's a nice little web. It's a nice little web. I can I'm I'm definitely uh interested. Interested and in all in to see how this is gonna play out. But she decides to take it to the next level. Yeah. When she decides <coughs> to kid because again most of the people who were members of this rebel force that are tired of the cartels or people that have lost, they've seen family members die, they, they're orphans, there's a lot of kids in this little gang. The kids remind me of the little badass kids from Hostel. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I didn't even... I, like the bubble gum? Yeah. Yeah. They're very reminiscent of that. They've got these freaking purge masks on. They're like little pinata masks. That, That's what it looks like. Mask. That's not a pinata. That was some shit from the purge. Oh. But, okay. So, you got, you know, they've got kids helping them. She decides to kidnap... Emily's baby. Emily's baby. So, she got Galindo's baby now. Because, hey, you, you can't lost retaliate. Their families. Well, people lost their families. Now, you're going to feel it's like lose your family. And what better way to hit him than to take his kid? So, they did that. They, they kidnapped his baby. And they didn't tell Angel what they were doing, so he was definitely caught off guard by that. And Glendo don't know what the fuck to do. Like, they're just like, you can't do too much because then they'll kill the baby. Yeah. But it's like you have to do something so they still maintain their hold over the Mexican border. Yeah. It's like you gotta do something. Um, of course, now, this then throws another whole layer with Easy because now he, well... So Angel brings him into the fold on the whole helping out the rebels. Because his thing is, he wants to get the Mayans away from the drug business. Like, he wants to get the the club free of this shit that Alvarez has got them into, which is drugs. And 
it's legitimately killing their community. Like, there's several things that happen through these for these couple episodes where you can tell they're not really beat for their people being treated like shit and being killed. Like, there's a, a part where Galindo was torturing the, that dude to get information. He brought in his son. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How about you chill out? Because, you know... It's not that serious. Yeah, and then... Maybe if you actually treated these people right, then they wouldn't be out here rebelling against you. Yeah, because one of Galindo's guys had referred to him as, like, a greasy monkey or some shit like that. And he sort of said, well, maybe if you didn't treat them like greasy monkeys, maybe you would still have your kid. Type shit. So it's that, you know, Mexicans with money looking down other Mexicans. That Mm -hmm. thread is, is being interwoven in there. And that's something that I think every culture... Can relate to. Can relate to, for sure. So there's definitely things that everyone can definitely understand and empathize with throughout this show, for sure. That definitely makes it very much... Real life. Real, you know, relatable and just enjoyable. So it's like, just because you're not Mexican doesn't mean you can't watch it. Yeah. I mean, there are subtitles. There are some <laughs> subtitles. At a point. But I feel like it's one of them things where it's like, okay, we're going to subtitle it just for y'all shit, for y'all one time. <laughs> if you don't know what gracias means, <laughs> we're only subtitling that once. Like, we're not going to subtitle it every time someone says de nada. Like, <laughs> that's not happening. Again, something I feel is intentional. Yeah. As I well. Mean, like, if y'all niggas ain't paying attention and don't know what this means. Y'all didn't watch Dora. <laughs> Get off. Get off the show. Basically. Step up your Spanish 101. Everybody should have taken it by now. But, yeah. So, you've got that, that whole web thing going on. It's Angel, Coco, and Gilly. Yeah. Are helping the rebels. And, so the DEA is putting pressure on Easy. The rebels putting pressure on them. And everybody trying to take down the, the, the cartel. cartel. Which just is not going to, to work out well. Uh, fast forward to episode two. We get another little... Sons Flash. of Anarchy. Well, I'm just talking about just another little son's kind of glimpse. We get Chucky. Oh, yeah. So, that was one of the We're trying to figure out where this takes place in reference to... Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. And there was a flashback to when Easy was in jail. And when Emily, you know, told him she was pregnant or whatever. And he starts freaking out. Where we see Gemma. Mm-hmm. Jax's mom. And so we're like, okay, well, this definitely has to be pre the end of Sons. For sure. At that point. Um, but the fact that we have Chucky working for them now. And Chucky still has his fingers. Did he have his? I don't Chucky didn't have his fingers. He didn't have his fingers? No, no. I think, I think the current, I mean, no, current day Mayans is post-son's ending. Chucky didn't have his fingers in that scene. I might have to go back and rewind it, but I could have swore he had on his little, little brace his thing. Little, oh. Yeah, with his little prosthetic fingers on it, so... It's totally post-Suns, which means evidently he just decided that he was going to be helping out the mines. Yes. Yeah. So, we get that. I'm I'm saying this probably takes place at least, I want to say this is before the Suns get brought in to the cartel, helping the cartel. But why would Chucky be down there if this was post the end of Suns? Because they kept his ass busy. Yeah. So, okay, I'm trying to think. It's got to be posted. It's, it's got to be posted at this point. Like, just, it's got to be post-Suns is what I'm thinking. I mean, we definitely have, we, I mean, God. But the fact that Chucky's working in a salvage yard for them. 
he 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 didn't have time for that during those seven seasons. Like, well, once he came on the scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could have been the Chinese that sent him. Because remember, they had Chucky working for the Chinese. That's when he got his fingers cut off. True that. I guess we'll just have to wait and see a little bit more <laughs> development. If anybody knows, if what you know, let us know what you think. <laughs> Where you think this is at at this point? But yeah, so we get that they're you know he's he's working in the scrapyard, and <sighs> fucking so Miguel's mom, and I'm guessing her bae which was probably, like, Miguel's dad's friend, someone else yeah. part of the organization. I think he said that was his partner. He was his business partner. Okay, well, he's definitely doing Miguel's mom. <laughs> so, <laughs> business partner, stepdad, whatever. So, <laughs> him and Miguel's mom decide to tell Miguel, like, that this story about how... His brother had pneumonia and died when he was a baby wasn't true. Yeah. Basically, they're trying to get him to... Because his wife doesn't want him to rebel against. He doesn't want any, she doesn't want him to have any retaliation. Because she doesn't want anything to happen to her son. Which, I mean, of course, makes sense. It does. And he agrees to it. Um, but then they tell him that his younger brother, who was a baby, didn't actually die of pneumonia. He had got kidnapped by someone that was working against his father. And they end up killing the baby. So, basically, exact same situation about currently going on. And she's just like, oh, well, you know, I wasn't too upset. Or, you know, I got, I had to get over it quickly because three months later I was pregnant with you type bullshit. So, basically telling Miguel. You can have another baby. Yeah, just like, have another baby. Get her pregnant. She won't think about it. You won't be so <laughs> upset. No, that's so fucked up. And then when you're telling them this story, you're just like, well, god damn. You talk about chickens coming home to roost and, like, just, wow. Like, the sins of their father type thing. Like, just coming back. But then she walks away and they're talking and she makes a comment to old dude and she's just like, I don't know who I hate more right now, you or me. So it's like, was that a fucking lie? I think it is. I think they just they just wanted to be able to tell, like, they wanted him to retaliate because they knew or they felt like he would lose his control over the border. So I'm pretty sure that's going to come out. It was a lie. Or it's going to come out like his brother's actually alive. Yeah, that that's, okay, that's that's what I'm hoping for. Some old General Hospital type shit. Like, okay, the brother was kidnapped, but, comma, he's really alive. Yeah. And he's being gonna, raised by some rebel some damn where. Yeah, it's going to be, it's probably going to be like. a rival family. Yeah. And they're going to be like, he's like, well, yeah, I'm actually your brother. And I'm like, so. Y'all just had me out here about to have my son killed for no reason. Yeah, or basically his son's going to get killed. And then he's going to find out his brother was alive and that whole shit was a lie. Yeah. If I was writing. (laughs) Unfortunately, I am all for shows and movies that keep things on it and kill children. (laughs) And kill children. It's it's a lot more realistic. Like that last, what was it, uh, Rambo? When that little kid got thrown directly into the fire, I was like, yo, this, this movie is about to be real. So, but yeah, go back and watch that Rambo. Literally, like the first ten minutes of the movie. I don't watch Rambo. I, I don't like watch Rambo. It. I didn't really care for any of the previous ones either, but that one caught my attention because I was like, okay, are we doing this? Uh, but anyway, so they tell him that, which is it's, it's pretty fucked up. So we get a little bit more backstory on Coco at this point because they went to the one dude and they were trying to shake him, or they went to some of the like little corner dudes, lower level drug dudes. Before we get to that, when they tell him that story, he then decides to retaliate against the rebels. 
Yes, he did. That's that's when he decides to go kidnap because they were the rebels are seeing these videos, and in one of the videos he hears this like ice cream truck or like truck music sound or whatever. So they send them back down to Mexico to retrieve whoever runs that fucking truck. Cause they figure, oh well, he's right there. He must have seen something. And it's this young, it's this dude running the taco truck with his son. So that's the dude that they bring in and torture and they throw fucking hot grease on him and they're about ready to throw hot grease on his son. But then the minds are like, yo, let us just check out some leads before you do anything else in this situation. You know, let us, you know, let us check it out. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let us work. Mm-hmm. So they start hitting up some of the... The rebels. The street, well, the street drug dealers. This is before Angel and them go down to the rebels. They started, you know, hitting up the street guys or whatever. Trying to find out who who's all of a sudden got an influx of heroin. Like, who got some extra stuff mm-hmm. that we didn't give y'all type shit. So, they chase down these one guys. And he thinks they're chasing them because of some girl they put into a porn. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm trying to think about where that guy that they pulled out that truck where he was from because i feel like it was another movie another mexican movie oh yeah no for sure like he's he was in i think like friday after next uh he's been in mad shit mm-hmm. yeah no when you see him like he's i'm not gonna google it at the moment because i wasn't prepared to google it but you're that dude um yeah he's been in a lot of stuff for as well i think he was in the friday movies i feel like or some other stuff whatever so <laughs> Very, just, everybody that's on this show is very, like, you've seen the, you've seen about 90% of this cast other places, for sure. And you will recognize me, like, oh, hey, that's such and such, but what else? So, Coco is, like, going along with this dude, just thinking, okay, yeah, you know, y'all are mad because they put, you know, your sister in the porn, and he's like, yeah, and this and the other. And so he tells them, you know, he gives them the information, tells them whatever they want to hear, and they're walking away, and he was like, you know, what the, Easy's like, what the fuck is that about? Coco was like, yeah, that was bullshit. Like, I have two older sisters, and they're both hella ugly, so this, that, and the other. Yeah. But, comma. Later on in the episode, we see Coco went, one, went Googled, like, some porn, and, like, obviously had a reaction to one of the girls he's seen. Yeah. Based on the dude's comment. So, he had a reaction. And then you see him riding down the street, trolling for hookers. And he ends up picking up a hooker, and the hooker walks up to his car, and is like, you gotta be pretty desperate. Then we find out the hooker's his mom. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the plot thickens. So clearly he has some kind of relation to that girl in the video. Yes. So he may legitimately have a younger sister that is being sold out there. Which is like crazy if... That's what's going on. Yeah. Which is clearly that seems what's going on. His mom's a prostitute and she's pimping out her daughter. Um, it's pretty shitty. Pretty sad. So. What's going on with Coco? <laughs> episode three they take a trip back to vegas there's another we're, we gotta do another vegas run it's like the first vegas run didn't work out well for y'all yes so we're going back to vegas again but this time they're going to go meet up with the chinese and the indians yeah it's an, an indian casino on an indian casino yeah to do a drug deal basically what they what we think is a drug deal yeah um and here we find out that Angel is basically the middleman between the rebels <laughs> and the Chinese. Hold on. First off, when they first got to the casino, the joke that the the head, I guess native, not Indian, 
um, oh, yeah, you're right. Made. <laughs> we told him, he was like, hey, we're going to need those guns. And he was like, what's the deal? Why you need to take our guns? He was like, yeah, my people and bullets don't mix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I see what you did there. Um, that was kind of funny. And they were like, my brown brothers. So I was like, yeah, you know, a lot of times we don't really get that, you know, historical connection to, you know, the natives who were here in Texas, you know, in Mexico, like that was all one place. Like those, those, you know, Aztecs and Mayans and stuff like that. That's who was running this before, you know, freaking colonizers decided they wanted this part of the state. Oh, yeah. We're not going to go into a history lesson. <laughs> if you know, you know. So that I was, hope you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hope you do. Getting this colonized history lessons in school though. So some people may not know. I don't think anyone listening to this podcast knows, but whatever. So yeah, that was that was kind of a little dope thing. But while they're in the casino, we find out that Angel is basically the middleman between the rebels and the Chinese. So the rebels have the drugs. The rebels are basically the ones that employ the Samoans to steal the drugs from the Mayans, mm-hmm. and they're trying to sell it to the Chinese mm-hmm. so that they can have money. Um, yep, yep. Just basically to fuck up things for uh, for the cartel. Yeah, so... He got a little connect with the Chinese, a little side connect, and he was like, okay, so as long as you don't tell your family, my family won't find out type shit. And the Chinese dude's like, alright, bro, dap up, we got this, we do, get a little connect. Ugh, fast forward, that shit don't work out too well for that Chinese dude, because... Apparently, his family finds out that he has another side deal that he's not cutting them into, and they have the Mayans mark him. Yeah, like, in the hotel room... Just cap right to the dome. And Angel, Easy, Coco, and Gilly had no fucking clue this was going down. They knew nothing about this. So now we're just like, okay, well, fuck. How much did they know? Did they know where they got them drugs from? Like, how did this do? Like, who was connected to us? Or how to... So, it's far too early for the drain to be circling on Already. Angel. Yeah, so I definitely feel like... I mean, obviously... <laughs> I don't even know who the president of this chapter, what his name is. We're Again, we're in episode three. I don't know what his name is. So, or his nickname or anything like that. Like, I don't yeah. know what the fuck his name El is. El Presidente. Yeah. Um, so, Alvarez has an El Presidente uh, patch on too because he's the president of his chapter. And that's a whole other thing. So, Alvarez is all in San Bernardino. Who is watching your charter? Yes. I don't remember his VP being that effective. I'm trying to really think about who his VP was at this point. Actually... No, it wasn't. What's his face wasn't his VP? Who? The guitarist. Guitarist. The really cute guitarist. The long hair. Tattoos. I don't know. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Oh my gosh. What's his name? Who was married to Carmen Electra? Oh, what's his name from Ink Master? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, we're getting closer and closer. He was not the VP. But he he was in the charter. His name Dave. Uh, Dave Navarro. There we go. Oh, love the crush. Oh, Dave Navarro is fine. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Dave Navarro was in that charter too. So you just gotta watch Sons. If you watch Sons, you can appreciate all of this. But anyway, so Alvarez tells that guy, the president of that chapter, basically, because he asked him, he was like, you know, why didn't you want half of my crew to know about what was going on? And he's just like, because we don't know who the leak is, and you know, I thought maybe it'd be better that way, and you know, 
So Alvarez definitely knows that there's a mole in the mines. Yeah. I would be sad if somebody kills Alvarez. I feel like it's going to happen. Like, I feel like Alvarez is not going to be around too long into this. Yeah. I think that could just be because, like, they want to have that son's tie-in, but at the same time, they want new material. Yeah, so I think probably half of this season, Alvarez might get a bullet to the dome, but that'll be some fucked up shit to kill a president of another charter. Like, that's, that's going to come with some serious consequences. Unless they pull some, again, some sun shit where they covered up and make it like somebody else did it. And we know who was infamous for doing shit like that. Blaming it on somebody else and inadvertently starting turf wars. So. Yeah, so. End of season. Oh, easy. End of season. Jesus Christ. Episode three. End of episode three. Um, oh, yeah, also. So, the the rebels are all about taking in kids and trying to help out people affected by the cartel and the little girl, one of the hitters. Hold on one second. We didn't talk about the retaliation. So oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. when what's his name? Miguel. When Miguel decides to retaliate against the rebels, he basically has them find these people with an ice cream truck. Two people kidnaps them and burns them in the middle of the city. Yeah, the guy the dude and his son. Like he burns he burns them and then has their bodies dropped in the middle of that square. Which is like, which is pretty fucked up. So, that was his retaliation. Yeah. And the little girl, little hitter girl, comes along as a little like, oh, actually, no. I guess we still got it backed up. Actually, you know what? We're no, there. yeah, no, I'm just good. We're kind of going to assume that people have watched it, possibly. Um, if, yeah, if you haven't watched it, definitely watch it. We're not going to, like, totally just do synopsis. I mean, we're doing enough of it this episode just so you kind of get a little caught up and maybe give it a little enough. Like, hey, I'm going to go watch it. But, I was just pretty fucked up what he did to that family. And then, old girl, little little girl, meets his little boy. And he's like, oh, you know, he needs a family. And Adelita, the head of the rebels, is like, okay, cool. Come this motherfucker is a, is a cartel plant. Which I kind of had that feeling when she first, like, was talking. Like, I was like, this little fat kid, like, just showed up out of nowhere and... <laughs> was just chilling by the dead bodies. Yeah, like. just like, that just seemed, that seemed a little bit obvious to me. And then, show enough, like, the little fucker's a plant. So, I think things are going to get bad real quick for the Rebels. Yeah, I think it's going to pick up really quick. Like... Yeah. In, in, in Kurt Sutter fashion, it's going to pick up quickly. And it's going to be a hell of a cliffhanger at the end of this season. I don't know how many episodes we are slated to get this season. But shit's about to get real, real quick. And we are three episodes in. Uh, each season of Suns had how many episodes? Like 13. Oh, shit. We don't think, I don't know if it's been slated for a 13 episode season one. but So, definitely, yeah. If you're not watching the Mayans, you should be watching the Mayans. You know, that was our little Mayans recap. Uh... The next episodes will literally just be like discussions talking about what happened on the episode, not so much recaps mm-hmm. of what happened on the episode. So yeah, just get you a little caught up. Yeah, basically, the Minds airs Tuesdays, Tuesday nights on FX, nine p.m. Eastern time, eight p.m. Central. Central. We're not doing all that math. Check your local listings. <laughs> no. no. No, the FX only gives those two time zones, and we're oh. in the central time zone. That's all we're doing. Uh, so, 
You can watch it on the FX app. You can watch it on Hulu the following day if you have Hulu Live. As if you have Hulu Live, I still think you gotta wait till the next day with FX because FX has their FX Plus streaming service that you have to pay for to watch shows live. If you like me, you cut and record. But whatever, just watch it the next day. That's cool. All right, so that's that's our minds recap. All right, next we have American Horror Story Apocalypse. Okay, actually, we're gonna do a little thing. Okay, so we're riding with the minds this season. Okay, we're we're totally in. That's a question. We're to- oh yeah 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 we're doing the minds yeah okay okay we're, so we're sticking with the minds we're sticking with the minds okay so we're all in for the minds what's up next American Horror Story hey this season we got apocalypse so first episode we basically just have the world blowing up okay pause so this one we we I don't want to say dumbed down but we spoke of the minds in a way that people had no fucking clue who they were. Because we're going to assume that a lot of people have not watched Sons of Anarchy. So, how okay. are we doing that with American Horror Story? All if right. you have not watched any seasons of American Horror Story, I don't know what you're doing with which, which, which Wednesday nights. What else comes on Wednesday? Oh, Queen Sugar comes on Wednesday. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, Wednesday's a comes pretty, uh... on Wednesday. Wednesday's a pretty, pretty deep night. It's pretty packed. But... Most people watch like the real one. You watch an American Horror Story, so we're just gonna you know get to, get to the shits straight with American Horror Story. Season one, I mean episode one. What you think about it? Um, I didn't like it. Episode one, I did not like. I didn't. I was it just it kind of made me real iffy. But I was gonna continue to watch it. Yeah. It felt kind of cheesy to me. I mean, but I feel like it was a good starter episode. I mean, because we've there's been obviously there's a lot of hype around the show. Mm-hmm. The last couple seasons have been like, meh. Like, what the fuck are we doing? I didn't watch Colt, but I liked Hotel. I will stand by Hotel. You didn't I, watch Colt? Colt was, I liked Colt. Like, I was at school. I didn't, I didn't have cable. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, maybe you should go back and rewatch it. It's, I'll, so I'll, it's on Netflix now. It's on Netflix. So uh, I'll be watching it. There you go. So, get caught up. Or maybe don't. It wasn't, maybe it wasn't that rewatchable like i don't think i'd rewatch that season like i'd rewatch season one i'll rewatch coven i'll rewatch a freak show freak show that's probably where my rewatching stops mm-hmm. i didn't like hotel i just rewatched hotel i'll rewatch hotel no i liked all of them i liked all of them Mm-hmm. Asylum is the only one, and I know that's one of the fan oh, favorites. About Asylum. Asylum is on, the only one where it's kind of like, eh. I didn't even watch. There's the certain episodes season. that I like. I didn't finish Asylum, but so that's where we stand on the American Horror Story seasons. <laughs> but this one, I thought, I thought episode one was what you would expect for an episode one. Like it wasn't. It was we're getting to the apocalypse shit pretty quickly. Like we're gonna build up our cast. We're going to, you know, get our core, who our core people are going to be for this season together quickly. Mm-hmm. Normally that happens over a few episodes. I think this is like the first season where we've got, where we've cut it down to, okay, no, we've got these five people that we're focusing on right now. Boom. Episode one. We got them. Yeah. So it did kind of, you know, happen fairly quickly or what have you. Mm-hmm. So a lot of cameos or a lot of faces. For sure, in episode one, they definitely stepped that up. Yeah, with the returning cast so far, we've got Kathy Bates, Sarah Paulson, of course, <laughs> the Sarah Paulson, 
Um, <laughs> Evan Peters, Billy Lord, um, and Kathy Bates. Got yes. Kathy Bates back. And Cameoing as Big Boo. Um, <laughs> he does look like Big Boo. <laughs> Which is also a shout out to Kathy Bates because she's pretty old, but she looks, she looks, you know, she's she's doing well. <laughs> Kathy Bates just looks a good like fifty five. <laughs> you trying to say Boo looks fifty five? Yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we've got them coming back. Um, basically, we've got the world's blowing up because of the missile crisis. Yeah, it so, really happened. Um, <laughs> somebody decided just to nuke shit, so you know, nu- it's Fallout. It's the Fallout. It's Fallout seventy six. You will emerge. We're <laughs> <Or> not. <laughs> That's essentially what we've got. We got the Fallout. Got them in a bunker, and then creepy shit starts happening. So, we're, what, two episodes in? Yeah. This is the second episode that just came on. Second episode has already aired. Get a little bit more in depth with the creepy shit starting to happen. You got the dude in the in the rubber suit, which we don't... I think it was the black dude in the... No, well, we don't know who Because once he killed the dude in the rubber suit... It turned to his grandma. It turned to his grandmother, so... Yeah, we don't want to fuck is going on with this rubber suit dude or the dude who's actually like there alleging to be from the cooperative Michael Langdon who right now I believe is that his name on the show yeah Michael Langdon that's oh, that a, his real name no his real name is Cody Fern oh okay <laughs> I was about to say wait a minute um but no okay but we gotta start at the beginning so world's being nuked no, I mean, I said, I mean we're, we're assuming that we're, that they've watched it Okay, alright. We're going to assume that people have watched American Horror Story by now. Like, okay. this is one of those two episodes in, if you ain't watched it, you probably not going to watch it. Alright. So. We're speaking of American Horror Story stands. Alright, okay, got you. So, yeah, I don't know. Who the fuck is he? Is he Tate's son? Is the question. You know, people are saying he's Tate's son, which I could see that. And I could see in Ryan Murphy. Uh, style it not being because if you remember back to season one, Constance said she had three. Ki- she had yeah, she had three kids. She had Tate. She had don't remember her name. The the one with Down syndrome, and mm-hmm. then she had an older son. Um, so you know, unless it's been confirmed that that's Tate's son, I'm still I'm sticking out that that could possibly be Constance's other's kid. Um. Yeah, because I think everyone just kind of—I don't say everyone, but I think a lot of people made the assumption that this apocalypse going to have to do because they were—they're saying it's got—it's horror house and coven mixed. Mm-hmm. So the whole Tate and the baby thing makes sense. Yeah, is like the is what we're assuming is the horror house connection. Mm-hmm. We fucking told me wrong, but you know. Yeah, but the baby and the red blood in the promos kind of <laughs> gave it away. <laughs> makes you think. Yeah, it makes you go, hmm. But the kid, I mean, it could be a son because in the first season, his son did have accelerated aging. And this season takes place in 2021. And Murder House took place in what, like 2012? Hold on. When did it give a date? Did it give a date? Yeah, on his computer when they were going through his emails. Oh, look at you paying attention to the macro details. No, I pay attention to Tumblr. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, that works too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, look at you. No, I'm going through that hashtag. Um, but yes, yeah, so this is a good like six. No, I said six, like eight years. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay, yeah, so that the possibility is still there then. Mm-hmm. But, no. I, yeah, I didn't think it would be a son. I, or, I don't know, I'm just iffy about it. Uh, well. So, are these the witches? Because at the end of episode two, when Kathy Bates got shot, and she started bleeding milk. <laughs> yes. Like, first off, I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, what is that? And what is she? Like... No, Ryan Murphy just said, we throwing robots in here. We yeah. We like, everything in here. We did aliens. We got, we did demons. Now robots. So, I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Like, what is she? And what are they? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like... I, I feel like she's a robot. character at this point's name? Character one? What's... Um, her name is Madam, it's Miss, uh... Madam Pomfrey. Uh, no, it's Miss... <laughs> Dang it. Um, uh, it's really long. Um, let me see if I can Google this. a little weird name, but anyway. Hi, her scoliosis. <laughs> that hurts being mean to people for no damn reason. Yeah. No, yeah, they're just making up rules for no reason. Like, they just, I feel like it's just one of those power-hungry things. They're like, we have these people in here. They have no choice but to listen to us at this point. Yeah, they don't know no better. Like, you're here, don't know what the fuck's going on. And, you know, we're from, we're we're part of the, the cooperative. The cooperative. So, you're gonna do what we say type shit. And they're following the rules. Um, and, of course, you got the, the young black girl and the white guy. Yeah, who are supposed to be, like, the perfect... They're, they were in the bunker because their DNA was perfect. Yeah. And one of the rules in the bunker being don't sleep together. They, you know... Sleep together. <laughs> don't fornicate. It's so, the first thing they did. That wasn't the first thing. They staved it off for a while by kissing once a week. Yeah. But it's immediately, <laughs> for no reason, their attraction... They didn't even know each other. They were just like, oh, they said we can't have sex. Okay. All I'm right. attracted to you. I'm attracted to you. I've decided I want to. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would have took a while. How, they were in there for what, six months? They were in there for like 18 months. Oh, 18 months. It did say 18, 18 months. months later. So they've been there for a minute. Yeah, I guess, you know, it's what you got. You got to work with what you got. So and they ain't got shit to do. Like, they're eating those fucking... They're eating like little cubes. The cubes. And like whatever they can find that's not radiated. Mm-hmm. The radiation. This is just coming. What? Um, there. This is becoming <laughs> Fallout seventy six. I'm sorry. I am having side text messages about this old Koye pop. <laughs> um, my friends is the real ones. Let me just say that. If y'all don't know about the totally off topic. If y'all don't know about the New York Comic Con pops that are coming out. I'm going to wait another week before I tell y'all about them here because I don't want everybody to go slap up the pops I'm trying to get my hands on. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I guess like two of my friends actually bought two of them, like bought multiples. So, y'all some real words. Shout out to y'all. Y'all know who y'all are because y'all listen to the podcast too and I really appreciate that. But anyway, <laughs> 
So back back to American Horror Story. Go ahead. Um, so what yeah. the fuck are they? We don't we don't know what they are essentially. Like they're clearly not human. No, I feel like Kathy Bates is the only one that's not human. I feel like everyone else is human. Would why, think- why would you give a robot scoliosis for no reason? But you think they don't know? I mean, obviously they know about each other. Like, so... I mean, I'm sorry. Sarah Paulson's character knows what she is. Yeah. But she's, like, she's supposed to be the head of the bunker. I feel like she's some kind of, like, security robot in a way. Because she's the main person that's giving out the... the Yeah, the punishments and everything. Mm. So do you think they're going to throw that couple outside in the radiation? No. I don't. I don't... No. Mm. Yeah, no. Because they weren't on that next trailer. I mean, obviously, that's probably intentional because then you leave with... Because they were threatening us, they're going to throw them out there. So, I mean, obviously, they didn't show them in the next trailer so that we didn't know what the heck happened to them. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to waste people like that. Like, I feel like Michael Langdon's going to come, going to intervene and be like, you know, no, they were saved here because they have the perfect DNA, so you definitely can't yeah, throw yeah. them out into the radiation. It's not your job to be deciding who who lives and who dies. Especially on a who false tells world. your story? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not their job. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm two episodes in and I'm optimistic this is going to be a good season. I'm ready for the next episode. I'm ready for the witches to get here. Because at the end season, at end of episode two, we get Stevie Nicks playing on the radio. Which is a clear sign of the coven is on their way. And we do also see them in the next trailer. Um, but what I've been hearing, actually, is speculation that, you know, don't have an ex- explanation for this. I have the reasoning, but not the explanation. But Misty Day's ghost, because Misty Day was trapped in hell at in Coven, season 3, when she couldn't cut open that frog. Um, Misty Day's ghost trying to warn the people inside the bunker of what's going on. Because, mind you, we don't know where this bunker is. And, for all we know, it could be New Orleans. Which is where the Coven was. So, her ghost haunting it by... Yeah, because the plane took off from California, but they flew somewhere. Yeah, and it didn't say where they went. So, you know, and the snakes that they found in the bunker being resurrected after they cut them up and put them in that soup. Her huh. sk- her power was resurrection. And, you know, she was a Stevie Nicks fan. That was just her thing. That was her signal. So, they're saying that the ghost of Misty Day could be... And she's been in the trailers. We've been seeing... Um, I don't remember her name off the top of my head. But she's been in the trailers for this season. And I believe she was in the one for the next episode. So, possibly Michael Langdon, if he has that power, you know. Because we also see him. They look like they could be brother and sister. In real life. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> that really <laughs> pale look. Yeah. I'm thinking about him like the college they've been related. Um, yeah, we get them. Or we get... Yeah, we get Misty Day in these trailers. So, possibly her ghost haunting the bunker. Because we don't know where the bunker is. And we also see the witches heading to the bunker. That's what I'm excited for. Yes. Emma Roberts' name has been dropped in the credits these first two episodes. Mm-hmm. The, beginning, oh, the opening credits? Yeah. Yeah. After she ain't been seen yet, so we know she's coming. Yeah. Um, we also see Zoe Benson. Because it's weird. I don't know how they're going to play this. I feel like we may not get the full coven. And I also don't see Cordelia, the Supreme... 
making it through this whole season. Because there have been clips shown of, like, Sarah Paulson. We don't know which Sarah Paulson being devoured by, like, those mutated zombies that are outside the outpost, that are attacking on the outpost and killing all the mm-hmm. people. Um, it's for, like, five different people. Yeah. So, it could be any of those five. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm interested to see where that goes. Because we have the two scenes of them walking. We have the one where it's Cordelia... Um, what's her name? The one with the red hair. Oh, yeah, the crazy-eyed lady. Yeah. Frances Conroy's character from Covenant. Didn't she get hung? No, they brought her back to life. Misty Day brought her back to life. Because they found out that Fiona was lying about what she did. So, Frances Conroy's character and Emma Roberts walking in to a place. But then we also have Frances Conroy, Cordelia, and Zoe walking into the bunker. Angela Bassett is currently on a show called 911. Yeah, she said she wasn't coming back to American Horror Story this season. See, that makes me sad. <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, she confirmed that we are getting Jessica Lange back, so you know what? I'm going to take what I can get at this point from American Horror Story. Yes. So. American Horror Story airs Wednesday nights. 9 p.m. Central Time. 10 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. On FX as well. <laughs> so, yeah. If you're not watching American Horror Story, you're probably going to be kind of lost. Like, you're not going to know what the fuck's going on. Let's yeah, no, real. you need to watch those first two episodes. Because you no, can't... No, I'm just saying, like, just season-wise. Like, you're not going to know who none of these people are or what's going on. If you've not... If you... This is one show... I think this season will be a season. Like, every season's been, like, a standalone. So mm-hmm. it's been good enough to where it just stands on its own merits. But I don't see this season. This season is clearly a tie-in for the fans. Like, this is... Die-hard fans are... Getting their crossovers. Yes. That's what we've been wanting. Like, okay, you've been doing X amount of seasons of this show. We've been watching and we've been staying faithful. Mm-hmm. But what we really want is a crossover at some point, And that's what they're giving us. So this is a fan season. So unfortunately, if you've not previously watched American Horror Stories, you probably won't know what the fuck we're talking about when we're talking about it. But. Yeah. So be sure to, if anything, all you need to watch right now is Coven and Murder House. Yeah. So, so. one and three. <laughs> Binge watch seasons <laughs> one and three <laughs> on your in your free time. I think at this point... How many shows? We, we wa- we're watching a lot of shows outside of these. So I feel like the world is probably watching a lot, a lot of, of shows. shows. So I don't know when. You you would, in your off time, like when the shows are on hiatus, is when you'd have to like start binge watching new stuff that you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. But those are two good seasons of American Horror Story to, to do that with if you've, if you've not watched it. But we're going to assume for the sake of it that you have. Listening has. So. What else was up on the docket? We were gonna oh, uh, Napoli Ever After. So yes, we will wrap this up with Napoli Ever After, um, a Netflix movie starring Sanaa Lathan. Yes, she's the main. Uh, she's the main character. Um, essentially, we get her as a little girl, and her mom has raised her to believe that you know the standard of beauty for a young black woman is, you know, she needs to be perfect. She needs the straightened hair. 
Your basically European, Euro, yeah, European standards of beauty. Um, is what she has inflicted on this poor child her entire life. <laughs> the you can't like everything from getting your hair, you know, hot comb with old fashioned hot comb on the stove. We get your scalp burned. We get those scenes in the beginning. Poor child, you know, wants to go swimming, can't jump in the pool because the hair is going to frizz up. Yeah, and then she jumps in the pool, gets in trouble, gets taken home because the hair frizzes up. <laughs> so you know. We get that. I mean, to be honest, the, the the show is based, the movie is based on a book. Um, I've never read the book. I do want to read the book now, though. The movie is, is actually, it's really good. I can truly appreciate it. It is not some unpredictable, you know, thing. I mean, if you it's watch... It's not unrealistic. Uh, yeah, it's not unrealistic. The thing is, very, like, it's very realistic. It's very real. I think it's something that all black women at some point deal Should with. Watch things with their hair and their hair in relation to their identity mm-hmm. is something that we deal with. So, you know, I am not my hair, embracing who you are naturally. But, you know, what? even if you like to do, you know, wigs and straight things like that, there's nothing wrong with that. So it's being able to embrace who, who you are. Who you are because of who you want to be rather than who the world wants you to be. Exactly. Um, it's, that's, that's the moral of the story, truthfully. Uh, so now Lathan is amazing. I, it's been a while since we've really gotten to see her in anything. I'm waiting for her to come up and do what looks like crazy on an ordinary day. That is one of my favorite books. I know she got the rights to it or had been trying to for a while. So she needs to go ahead and make that happen. I'm just waiting for that to drop on Netflix. Come on, Sanaa, girl. <laughs> I've been waiting since like middle school for this book to be made into a movie and it needs to happen so I think she's got the the eye clearly she's a reader yeah clearly she she's acting like my favorite books this disappearing acts I have not seen that one yet you weren't born when disappearing acts came out that was another one of the books that I read back in the day, and the movie was great. Um, that is that is her sweet spot. Like that's she she books. does those roles. Yeah, these roles like she does them really well, and it's not like too over the top. It's yeah, I liked her character in this in this movie. Um, I thought the story was it was good. It was it definitely was, a good story. I feel like it's a necessary story. Because, like you said, I feel like it's very realistic, and I feel like it's something that every young black girl should watch. Yes. I, it's, there's only, what, one sex scene, I think, in the movie? And, yeah, when she was trying to get the dude not to touch her hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Because, again, your stuff freshly laid. Although, how the fuck is she was She was waking house? up every morning before he woke up. Having her mom come over, straighten her hair, and then laying back in bed like she was asleep. Now, some people will say that is very unrealistic. But, comma, I know No, someone. yeah, I would say, I know people that do that. Yeah, no, I, and I know someone who for years would get up in the morning, do her makeup, do her full hair before her husband would wake up. Like, that was a legit thing going on. And my next door neighbor growing up. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Maria. <laughs> name dropping. All yeah, right, name drop. But what else? <laughs> Uh, yeah, she legit did that. Like, and she made it known. Like, her husband did not see her without her full. And uh, I loved her. She had that full, like, eighties 
hair, like legit, like hairspray, like big hair mm-hmm. jersey thing going on too. So like that took some time. Like he was waking up early in the <laughs> morning to do that. So people really do that, and yeah, that's that's a lot of effort and a lot of work. But that's what she was doing. Cool. But the good, you know, the interesting twist to this movie was that, of course, you know, she wants her fiancé to propose to her, and she's trying to be perfect to get that, and this and the other, and then on her birthday, she's telling everybody, oh, you gonna propose, you gonna propose. And he doesn't. He didn't He propose. gets her a puppy. <laughs> First off, that was the cutest fucking thing. I would totally take a commitment puppy <laughs> at this point. You taking that as a promise ring? Yes, instead of a promise ring, give me a commitment puppy. Puppies are too that. much work. Puppies are too much work. But again, that's, that's a lot of stress. We, if we're in this together, that shows is real. Like, <laughs> I'm talking about at 35, know. I would take a commitment puppy. I'm not. I'll say about. okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Me speaking as a college student right yeah, now, no, you know, you we can't just, no we can't just, puppy. yeah, <laughs> or kittens because what? Happens? That's different. That's different. That's different. No, kittens that's don't how count. I've gotten all these fucking cats because you keep getting fucking kit- commitment kittens. <laughs> so we just calling people out i just been getting cats cause I like cats call it what you want <laughs> I mean the commitment puppy thing alright you know and I have to raise them and take care of them <laughs> you know that's the thing lesbians don't just prop a pregnant they prop up with cats <laughs> so then I gotta raise them while you're off at school <laughs> She gets all fucking in a fret about it. And they break up. She keeps the puppy, mind you. She keeps the puppy. The puppy is a cute little, like, chihuahua thingy. So, she keeps the puppy. And now she's on this journey of self-discovery. And this is a period of time where she cuts her hair off. That scene where she, worse enough, shaves her head. I know she did that in real life. Because she was putting it on Twitter, like, as she was changing up her hair for this movie. This is the part where she dyes her hair blonde. Mm. Uh, and then she shaves it off. Like, that was such... Just watching that was like, damn. Like, you feel like, that. Like, yeah, those emotions was like, ugh. Because I've always said, like, the day that, like, I just cut my hair off, like, that's when people need to worry. Like, it's like, okay, you know, <laughs> go through things. Spears. Yeah, the day that I just, like, whoop, like, that's that's when things need to be called into question. Mm. So, that was, that, was, that was a scene. It was a strong scene. It was a powerful scene. For real. But, of course, that was that transformation scene. Mm-hmm. And then after it, she's, you know, she's coming out. She's finding herself. She meets another man. She meets a fine, natural, dark-skinned man. Yes. With a daughter. Who's a hairdresser? Mm-hmm. He's the hairdresser, not his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they build a bond. And, again, this is again, this movie is not... It's, it's very... Okay, I see what's coming. Like, it's not a surprise. We've seen this... Story before. Yeah. So, not something totally new. By any means. So at this point, you're like, alright, you know, that's gonna, this is what's gonna happen. She's gonna find a way to fuck this relationship up, of course. And it's kind of what happens, like, of course, as soon as she takes him home to meet her mom, her mom's a bitch. Um, played by the amazing Lynn Whitfield. Um, but, anyway, her mom's, you know, mean and crazy. But, 
scares him off, and he leaves because, you know, she's, like, downplaying what he does. Typical, again, story. Then, her boyfriend, her ex, comes back around. Like, he shows up at the house when she and they're doing her thing, and they start talking. And at that moment, you realize, like, wait a minute. But do I want her to get back with her original boyfriend? Because he really didn't do anything wrong. Like, there was no legitimate, like, it wasn't like he was a bad guy. She broke up with him because she didn't get a ring when she thought she should have a ring. Like, that's why that relationship ended. So, at that point, I was like, holy shit, like, they may get back together and I might be okay with this. Like, mm-hmm. damn. And they get back together. And then he proposes and she says yes, but then is when the fucking engagement party goes to happen is when he fucks up and tells her she needs to straighten her hair. So, it was like, damn, bro, I was rooting for you. Yeah, like... He was saying how he didn't want her to be perfect, but he still wanted her to uphold these standards. That's like, it just wasn't her. He didn't want her to be her. Yeah, so that's when she decides, oh, well, fuck this, I'm out. Um, jumps in the pool, got everybody at the party jumping in the pool. Her mom jumps in the pool. Yeah. And then her parents end up getting back together. Yeah, because her parents had broke up and got divorced. Her dad became a model. Ernie <laughs> Hudson. It's nice to see him in a movie. He's aged very well as well. Uh, Black don't crack. But... <laughs> So, it's it's a nice, again, it's a nice scene there with, you know, that family kind of coming back together. And then, but at the end, you know, she's doing her thing at work. She works for an advertising company, and the advertising company, of course, has her in charge of beauty ads. Mm-hmm. So, when she made this transformation, they were like, uh, how are you going to be charged of beauty looking like this? And, you know, that's when the moment's like, what the fuck you mean? So, she quit. She went somewhere else. Now she starts helping out, you know, her and she reconnects with... The hairdresser. The hairdresser, dude. And at the end, they leave it open. Like, they didn't just put them back together. So it wasn't, like, super, like, oh, well, now you guys just be happily ever after. I'll take, you know, Tyler Perry movies. <laughs> Tay Diggs. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was, you know, okay. I was like, all right, you can see this, you know, them getting back together type thing. So, in the end, everyone lives happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's a, it was a cute movie. Again, I, I definitely recommend people should watch it. You should have your daughters to watch it. It should definitely be one of those mother, daughter, sister, girlfriends, wind down movies. It's yeah. I feel like it's a movie that everyone. I feel like it's it. That should be one of those movies that's like you should watch this growing up because it really makes you realize a lot of things and like the standards that certain people hold themselves to. And it makes you, like, it makes some people step back and ask, like, okay, dang, have, am I holding myself to this standard? And why am I holding myself to this standard? Because, you know, and, and also, I guess, it would make some mothers know, because I do know mothers like her mother in the movie that enforce those kind of standards on their kids and how that affects them growing up. Because one of the most powerful lines, I feel like, was when, she told her mom, she's like, you know, I wonder what where I would be in life if that day I jumped in the pool, you would have told me I was still beautiful. Mm, yeah. So I feel like this is definitely one of those movies that needs to be watched. Yep. True that. That's a good takeaway. So... I think that's about it for us in this episode of There Will Be Spoilers. Yes, this will be an ongoing podcast. We'll try to keep up with this as we keep up with our shows. Still give you guys some time to uh, 
watch the shows yourself before we air the podcast and spoil it for you. So maybe we should do it like every two episodes, not like every week. Okay, that works. That gives you more stuff to talk about, more opinions. Yeah, and it gives people a chance to watch before we spoil the fuck out of their shows. Yeah. I mean, although, I mean, if you're going to listen, then you're spoiling it for yourself. We didn't make you press play, but we appreciate you pressing play. The title will be, there will be spoilers. (laughs) So So don't get mad at us when it's spoiled. Basically. So if you're watching any of these shows, feel free to join in on the conversation on Twitter. Hashtag blurred pod. Yes. Give us your input. Yeah, let us know uh, what you're watching, or, what you yeah. think about the shows that we're discussing. Feel free to suggest us some more shows. Um, or, I... Mm, <laughs> pause on the suggesting shows, because let's be real. We've got Sons. I mean Sons. We've got The Mayans. Mm-hmm. American Horror Story. Grey's Anatomy's getting ready to come back. Okay, alright. I don't know what murder is coming back. At some point, Game of Thrones will be back. What else are we watching this season? Nah, that's about it. You're right. I, don't know, I, I feel like I feel like shows. I feel like, like three shows might be the the most we should do. No, I'm trying to figure out what else I'm watching. Period. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, share with what you're watching. There is that new new Amsterdam show I kind of want to check out. So see if that might be worth watching. But I don't know how many Grey's Anatomy esque shows I can tolerate at mm-hmm. one time. So now I'm still riding with Grey's. Yeah, definitely. I don't know what's going to happen with that now that Shonda is gone from ABC. So that's going to be interesting to see how that changes. But yeah, so again, follow us on Twitter at HouseOfBlurs.com. We're on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google, Stitcher. You can pretty much anywhere where you can put it in the name of a podcast and pull an RSS feed. You can find this podcast, but if you're listening to the podcast, you found this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Remember to share, like, support. Hit um, subscribe. Leave us a comment, a rating on Apple Music, on any of those platforms. You can hit like, hit subscribe, leave ratings, leave comments. Tell a friend. Share with a friend. Um, this is something a little bit different from the main podcast. The main podcast is definitely very much for a particular audience um this will be a little it's a little more broad so again you know a little something for everybody for sure so yeah so until next time be kind to each other and take care of yourself